This is Karen from Time Genies. We know time is our most precious commodity, so let Time Genies help you with tasks such as home organising, small business cleaning, relocation services and lots more. My team of high quality and trusted professionals is your one-stop shop for your personal and corporate needs. Let us help you reduce stress and give you time to do the things you want to do, making memories. Check the Time Genies website for more info. Go to www.time-genies.com. Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you gotta hang tough to make it. History repeats itself, try and you succeed. Never doubt that you're the one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 34, volume 3 of the hottest podcast this side of the Catawba River. We like to call it Big Fan. My name is Chad East and I'm a big fan of planning for the first East family beach trip of the year. I'm also a big fan of that first adult beverage from a restaurant in nine weeks, which I actually partook in a couple days ago. And last but not least, friends and family family who shower you with love on your 40th <coughs> birthday. See, now you don't know exactly what 40th <coughs> birthday it was, but something in my 40s. Go ahead. Well, I know how old I I know how I, old I am, and you graduated three years before I did. So you put the math, math together. So maybe I'll do that. All right, my name's Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of feeling like life is getting back to normal through 10-year-old baseball practice. Staring down of a week without my family and the light at the end of the remodel tunnel. Oh, Hank. Well, let's start there at the light at the end of the remodel tunnel. I know it's, you know, it's, it's almost here. You can almost touch it. So tell us where the, the status of the home is right now and uh, how the last week's been. Oh, I can tell you it's been, it's like bees in a hive over at my house. We got guys in there left and right doing work getting it done and um, they're pushing, which I appreciate. They're, they're like working because they know we've had them in this and we had that period where they weren't there. So I appreciate their hard work because uh, I'm getting over it. I'm getting over it. So uh, what we did, the biggest part this week is we finished the tile, all the tiles done. And now it's, we got about a week left. Okay. After this week right now, I'll tell you, let me just give you a snapshot on my house right now. Okay. So everything was in my master bedroom was covered in tarps. My bed, my dresser, everything was covered in tarps because they were doing drywall work and everything. And we didn't want any dust on it. Well, the, we are putting hardwood floors in that bedroom. So we had to take everything out of that room. Now, let me paint a picture for you, Chad. I've got everything from my basement in my living room. Okay. I've got everything from my bedroom closets in my guest room where I'm sleeping. There's not a room in my house that isn't just jacked up. So now I had to take my bed out of there, my dresser and some side tables, and I had to put them. I've, my queen, king side bed is flipped over on my couch in my living room. I don't have a place. <laughs> okay. What right? is have you ever heard this music for? That's the Sanford and Son junkyard thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it, man. I feel like I live in a junkyard. But worse than that, so they put in the hardwood floors for me. And every morning until, so they had to do it. They did it yesterday. They had to do it today. And they have to do it tomorrow. Holly on it, right, to protect the floors. Well, they put it on yesterday. And it rained like a mother yesterday, as you know. And it did not help with the humidity level. So it did not dry and it smelled like they were making that crap back in that bedroom. Okay. So I get back home at four and I immediately know that I got an issue in here. Right. <laughs> so we open all the windows and we leave and we go eat dinner over at her parents' house. Her dad is like, you don't want to stay there. You don't want to stay there. Cause this is, this is like brain cell destruction territory. Right. Sure. So I'm like, okay, let, let's go look at what the damage is. So we go back. It's tough. And I'm talking about it's so tough that I moved Harris's hamster downstairs because I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you know, it's kind of like when they take a parakeet down in a mine, you know, yes. check those gases. I didn't want to see it. So I brought him downstairs. 
Then uh, Reagan and Harris, they were like, we're going to my mom and dad's to sleep. So I said, listen, let me think what I can do here. I'm not going to leave my dog. I'm not going to leave my dog. My dog isn't going to. So I said, you guys go ahead. I'm staying at the house with my with my animals. So me, Darren the hamster, and Scout the lab stayed at the house. And I tell you what, it was touch and go. That Those fumes will bang you up. Wow. <laughs> they, wow. Yeah, it was it was quite a night. I thought I I told CJ to uh give me a call and if I don't answer at 8:30 to stop on by. He knows where the hide key is and make sure I'm still alive. You died of mildew poisoning. So do you have to throw away anything like I mean are we having to trash items of clothing or any, you know, what what are we throwing away now if anything? I I, I don't know. They did it again this morning, and it's extra. I, they put in the extra smell today, so I don't know what's going on there. So we're going to wait to evaluate all this come the weekend because we can't even get in that bedroom. So we're, we're going to put everything back in there Sunday, and uh, we're going to have to evaluate what's going on. But I will tell you, Darren the hamster, this morning I went down there I, I, just to see if he was alive. Uh, every time you grab him, he's everywhere, right? He's running around. He's going up your arm. He's trying to try. That was the most mellow cat I've ever. <laughs> he was high. He was, he was probably smoking he, a he, cigarette with sunglasses on. You went down there. He just sitting <laughs> back in a lazy boy smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he was like, dude, what kind of ride did you take me on? He was in my hand uh, and didn't move for like four minutes. I was like, dude, I can't have you die. My kid will kill me. He pulled through. I took him outside. I put his cage outside so he could get some fresh air. He's all good now. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear that Darren is uh, cool. Darren will never forget this experience. When he gets out of this, he'll be telling his friends, you know, hey, man, I had this one crazy night, man. This one crazy <laughs> night. You know how you tell was, your college students you tell stories to your Hey, you'll appreciate, this. you'll appreciate this. Last night before I went to bed, it was just me there, and uh, it's about 9 o'clock. And, you know, I'm good during the week. I'm I, like, I'm, I try to be really good during the week, but I'm sitting in the house by myself. I'm like, I'm going to sit here, have a drink, chill, check my email, do whatever. And you know, by yourself that, that one may turn into two, you know, you just don't know. Who knows? I started thinking, I don't want a headache in the morning and not know is it because I was killing brain cells or killing brain cells. I want to try to figure out what this is. So uh, I had to derail that because I figured I'd, uh, I'd certainly kill myself if I went down that road. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're glad you're still with us, and Darren and Scout are too. Um, I appreciate so you'll that. Be, yeah, you'll be wrapped up with that project soon, and on to the next one. Um, before we move on to the next one here, I want to tell you about my last weekend. It was Memorial Day weekend, so thank you for all the servicemen and women who have uh, helped uh, pave the way of freedom for us and for our families and for you know all, all Americans. There, they are to be celebrated for sure. And not only did we celebrate Memorial Day last weekend, we also celebrated my 40-whatever <clears throat> birthday last weekend. So, you know, typically, I'm not a big birthday dude. I, I know, normally, you know, I'll do something fun, like with the family or do whatever. But this one would seem to be extra special because I was actually getting the chance to go out of town. And I have been in Hickory, North Carolina since the... Uh, quarantine for about nine straight weeks, you know, obviously getting out of my house, but I haven't gone outside of the really the Hickory city limits anywhere. So about six of us, we uh, hop in the old family truckster. And on Friday after lunch, we cruise up to Boone, North Carolina, where in front of us was a poker table, a golf match, a beautiful night of stars without a cloud, wonderful food, Good conversation, right? So that's what we had in store. When we get up there Friday, was pouring down rain. Hank, it's pouring down rain. And so we're like, oh, this could really curtail this wonderful weekend that we've got planned. Well, around 830 at night, the clouds parted. The stars shone brightly in the sky. And the weekend began the way it was supposed to with big-ass ribeye steaks, right? Plenty of Tito's. Maybe a little bit of wine, poker games, conversations, and then the golf match the next day early in the morning. So we had us a time, Hank. And Saturday it was beautiful. There's not a cloud in the sky. It was 75 degrees. We played Boone Country Club or Big Boone Golf Club. Um, they really liked us up there. I bought a hat. 
you know, got a glove, got all the things you do at other golf courses that you normally don't play at. And uh, our team ended up winning. On the last hole, I chipped it in from 40 yards off the green to drop in for a birdie, Hank, to win the whole shebang. So it was quite the celebration. Well, you know what? It's funny because I, I think it's funny how you say you don't like to celebrate your birthday. You're the you celebrate your ga- grass being cut. You'd celebrate your tank on your car. Don't tell me that. You look for any reason to celebrate. So this is just maybe a little bit bigger celebration, but you're gonna celebrate your birthday. The other thing is, is that I want yes. That's it. The other thing I want to point out is you talk about, you know, all the gear that you like to buy at a uh uh country club. Um I hear there's a very special piece of gear that was lost on that golf course. You want mind telling me about that? Yeah. So when we get up there, we uh, it was pretty busy. So the starter sent up, sent us off on hole ten instead of hole one. And typically, when you go to you tee off on hole one, the starter will drive up, check you off, make sure that you're with the right party. They'll give you your scorecard and they'll give you your little pencil to keep score with, right? Well, since mm-hmm. we went off on ten. There was no starter there. So we're looking around. Oh, my Lord, we don't have a scorecard, nor do we have a pencil. Well, our friend Michael Banks, who was on this trip with us and went on a trip with you last year to one of the most prestigious golf clubs in America called Pine Valley. Right. He he goes into his bag and he pulls out a pencil from Pine Valley that he brought specially with him, like as a souvenir. And he said, Chad, let's use this pencil because we were on the same team. Let's use this pencil. It'll be good luck. But please remember to give it back to me because it is from Pine Valley and everything from Pine Valley is very special. I said, Mike, no sweat. So we get going, you know, by hole two, I don't know what pencil I'm using. It could be a putt-putt pencil, you know, that you keep score on the putt-putt scoreboard. I'm not even thinking about that anymore. (laughs) So So by hole 18, bro. I have no idea where that pencil is. You know, Michael has not asked for it either, so he probably forgot as well. But I guess now he knows. Now the Pine Valley he, pencil. He, he listens to this podcast, so I wasn't going to let that go because I've got a scorecard from Pine Valley that I was I, I was going to keep. It got chewed up in my back pocket because of rain and everything else. But, hey, look, I'm going to show it to you. Oh, you got it in your office. Hey, don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing's been through the washing machine, bro. A little beat up. Oh, yeah. Oh, Don't there you? it is. Hey, but Michael Banks is very upset with you, and I can't wait to hear what he says for you being irresponsible. But I can only imagine. I know all the people up on that uh, trip with you, and I'm sure, pretty positive, that uh, it was a good time. And I can only imagine that um, it was there was a late night, maybe two, so, and uh, – mm-hmm. you know, Plenty to eat, not by you, by everybody else. And um, uh, good time, I'm sure. Good time had by all. Good time had by all. But I will tell you, once that shot fell in on 18, Michael was on my team. I'm telling you, he will forgive me for the pencil when he saw that ball fall into the cup for us to bring home the championship. So I I don't think so. I hope that's the case anyway. Okay. I don't think so. (laughs) Let's get back to some other cool stuff from last week. And, you know, so phase two started here in North Carolina, meaning some restaurants opened back up, you know, the salons opened back up, uh, life kind of getting back to semi-normal. We're not there yet and we're far from it, but it's kind of getting back to normal. And uh, you and I have this running conversation about uh, my hair, Right. So you've had your hair cut. It looks like several times. I haven't had my nope, hair cut. I, in. I haven't had it in nine weeks, nine weeks. So I don't know if you can see this right now, Hank. Well, I have I, been. I can. Yep. I've been to Great Clips. And the first time I went to Great Clips, I tried to get in and it was an hour and 50 minute wait. Right. Hour and 50 minute wait. So get back in the car, take it back to the house, try back the next day. Get in where they say it's about an hour wait. So I just waited. You wait in the car. Then you kind of get out. They uh, they don't take your temperature, but they give you a mask. If you don't have one, they make sure you're sanitized very well. And then they send you in one at a time. You know, you go in one at a time. And they're really trying to get you out of there really fast, real fast. So my hair looks like Bruno Mars. It's a big afro. It's real big and bushy. And so the lady, I'm under her her orders from her boss, is like, in and out. We got five, 10 minutes. Let's get them in and out. So I said, ma'am, here's what we do. I take a number one and a half on the sides and zzz, 
and then all you do is trim up the top. I'll get in and out of here quickly. She didn't know what she was in store for, though. So she does the little water, gets the gel out now. And so now it's sticking up really tall. She tries to do the the uh, right, the blade, you know, not the scissors to yeah. the side. Zzz, Hank, if you looked at my hair, you know, the, the, the North Korean president, you know, I can't remember his name right now. Yes. You know how it's like really bald on the side and then hair goes. That's what the left head, left side of my head looks like. I'm look at this. Look at my head. I am missing that. Do you see this? Do you I see do. what I see? <laughs> it looks I'm like aware. it looks like the guard got skipped off. Yes, something really weird happened, and as soon as she did it, I heard her go, "Oh!" And I was like, "Oh my God, what does that mean?" And so when I tilted my side to the mirror, I saw the destruction, and I was like. Well, I guess you got to do the same thing to the other side. We got to get it even. And I said, if you can, you know, just try to make it not look so abrupt and bald over my ear and then lots of hair above my, you know, it's just, it's very odd looking. <laughs> you, you look like an American gladiator. <laughs> turbo. Yeah, I look like Turbo from American Gladiator. So anyway, I've been wearing a hat a lot, um, but I'm hoping it'll grow in because I'm not going to go back there and wait another two hours in line just to get the sides. Well, I probably need to, but Anyway, so my haircut story is it's it's been a disaster, Hank. An absolute disaster. I should have waited another week when they're not rushing you to get in and out of the damn great clips. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that, that was a uh, rookie move right there. And you know, anytime somebody e- puts together qu- really quick with haircut, you're going to get, <laughs> get something gross, and uh, that all proves it right there. Because at <laughs> least you got, hard part. She, you got three hard parts: one on the side, one in the <laughs> Um, oh yes it's it's terrible i should have known too when like most of the people that were walking in there they had no hair they were basically bald they were just going to get there you know just to get it tightened up and just shave it bald right and then yeah. i come in here with all this hair I, was, I should have known to turn around immediately but anyway you live and learn um one other thing let's talk about because the restaurants did open have you been to a restaurant since we're kind of back at half capacity and eating outside have you done that yet I've not done any restaurants. I've done plenty of eating from restaurants like pickup, but I have not done any eating at restaurants. We did our first one Tuesday night at Boca is where we chose to go eat outdoors. You know, Um, it was not raining, so that was good. And so we ate outdoors. I got my first adult beverage sitting down at a restaurant in nine weeks, which was fantastic. I actually didn't stop at one. We went for a couple of them. Uh, but anyway, it was my, was this my a girl night or was this a family? It was a family birthday thing. My mom came, my brother, he wasn't able to make it. And anyway, so it was our family and we sat outside. It was glorious. It's funny though. So we, our reservation was at five 30, right? Early, early bird special. We were out of there at six 15. So I was from my birthday dinner home at six 15, which is just odd. Normally they're going to last till late in the evening, but this one was cut short at six 15. <laughs> How do you eat? How do you eat and have a couple of beverages by six in forty five minutes? Well, Boca is a tapas tapas restaurant, so they're bringing out plates here and there. We're like eating as we go and having conversation. Is before you know it, you know it's six fifteen, six thirty, and it's time to roll home. But anyway, it was a great experience. I missed. I, I forgot how much I missed. Just like eating out at a restaurant, it it felt good. Where are you going to go first? Oh man, I don't know. You know, I love Backstreets, but I, I, you know, I like Backstreets. But you know, the place we go quite a bit, and this is going to be underwhelming for you. But El Paso, dude, I want to go back to El Paso. Can't beat it. Can't beat El Paso. I agree with you, buddy. We, you know, we got to talk about. It. There's one dish on this El Paso menu that I got to figure out, and it might be the week that my wife's gone. Are you in on this? Do you want to go to El Paso with me? Are you talking about eating the fish with a head on it? No, 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 no. I'm not eating that fish dish. No, heck no. You can't get me to buy, eat on that thing. I'm talking about, they got something on there that it is six Modelo's and they've got oysters around it. And then they have shrimp on top of it. And it looks like hot sauce dribbled all over it. And so you drink the Modelo's and you eat it and it looks like it's hot and it looks like it's going to be awesome. I got to do that, but I can't do it when I got to go home to my family because I'm sure I'm in crisis lockdown with my gut. <laughs> All you got to do is say when, brother, and I will go with you on this adventure. I might even eat. I know I'll drink the Modelo's. I might even eat an oyster or two with you, okay? Me and you. All right. 
It's making All a right. day. We're doing that thing. Speaking of uh, eating weird things, and that's not really weird, but, you know, I'm known in my family to eat kind of, I don't eat much, but I eat like bizarre stuff. Like I'll eat a, a squid tentacle or like an octopus eye. Well, anyway, I I don't know what happened the other day. This was Wednesday, Hank. So we're coming. No, this was Tuesday, Tuesday at lunch. I order from this Chinese restaurant, I'm not going to say any names, that I have uh, never been to before, right? Never been to. I was like, hey, driving around in some area, not outside of Hickory. I think I'm going to order takeout from there and I'll bring it home. So I get it. I get this thing called, it's more like a Thai Chinese restaurant. I get this thing called chicken curry, which I've had a million times. Well, when I open up the container, it's got these little bitty eggs in it. They're like boiled eggs, not big ones, but they're quail eggs. You know what I'm saying? They're little quail eggs. And so I bring it home and I I put it in a bowl and I'm showing the girls, oh, look at this. Pretty interesting. Look at those little things that look like, uh, they look like M&Ms. They're little eggs. And Jennifer was like, do not eat that. Do not eat that. Please don't eat that. I was like, girl, my stomach can handle anything. So I go through where I got it from and it was only $4.99 on special. It was $4.99 on special. So anyway, I'm eating it. <laughs> I should have. I'm eating, eating, and finally I pop one of the little quail eggs in my in my in my mouth, and I I chew on it. And imi- Hank, I'm talking within 30 seconds. I knew something was not right. It was not right. So without letting anyone in my family know that I have succumbed to the quail egg, because I'm sp- I'm hey, I can handle this. I run upstairs, and it. All of it comes out, Hank. Oh. It was terrible. Was it something? Do you feel like it was spoiled or was it just the texture and everything I, that you had problems with? I think it was the texture of it. Like, I love eating a horrible egg. I mean, I really do. I like it. But this was different and it smelled different. And I don't think it was spoiled, but it just wasn't what my mouth and my brain was accustomed to when eating a like a horrible egg or something. And so, oh, yeah. oh dude, it was terrible. Anyway, so did you tell did you tell Jennifer and the girls what happened? No, so they're hearing when they listen to the podcast, they're going to be hearing it for the first time. Because when I went upstairs, they're like, "Dad, are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Because I did not want to let them know that they were right that I should not be eating four ninety nine quail eggs. I should listen no, they, to them. You know? They know they know better, man. They yes. know better. That's why your your wife and girls are smart, way smarter than me. But anyway, so yep. just That's remind sure. me next next time hey, quail eggs on the menu. Just tell me no. Was that in Longview? Did you pick that up in Longview? It was in that area, somewhere in that okay. area. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Yeah. I think I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. So um, tell me a little bit. Let's. Uh, I know there's been some exciting news on the kids' sports front here that you want to share with the audience, Hank. Yep. Well, we, uh, you know, it has just been really weird because this time of year is super packed for us because you know with travel soccer and travel baseball it's every you know every weekend's packed every other day is a different practice you have like no control over your life it is work get off work practice go home eat repeat and so and Harris loves it but when seeing we haven't done this our soccer season's been canceled mm-hmm. right our baseball season has been virtually canceled, but we're able to get back now. And so the funny thing is, is with, with these team sports that are, you know, that are travel sports is, you know, you're paying money to do this. So they're going to try to justify that fee. So as of June 1st, soccer's starting back up, which soccer season would have been over. And so they're doing summer training all summer. Right. And uh, so we're doing summer training starting June 1st, which Harris is excited about because he gets out on the field with his buddies and it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, to get back out there. But the thing that excites me is baseball. And so we're, we're able to uh, start practice. We practiced on Tuesday. And um, before I, you know, I set the boys down, I was like, you know, this has been difficult for all of us. How many of you have picked up a ball? About a third of them. And I was a little disappointed. You know, and yeah. doing it because, you know, you can tell the boys that love it, want to do it. And, you know, want to, I had I had two that hadn't picked up a ball since the last practice. And, you know, 10 and I understand that and their parents may not be able to, you know, do it with them. But we got out there. And to be completely honest, I was pleasantly surprised with how well those boys. It was, 
it was really pretty awesome to see them get back out there and have fun and hit the ball and go back out. So we're kind of, we won't know what our game schedule looks like until June. So June one, we'll start to decide. And if they can, if we can play a couple of times during the summer, that's going to be awesome. We're going to play, try to play at the end of June and then we'll play a couple of times. And um, just kind of chalk up this year to, Hey, let's get, you know, a couple of games under our belt, have fun. But you know, now, Baseball is starting to wind down just a little bit normally because you got kids going to camp, you got practice, you got the beach. I mean, you got the beach, you got all this other stuff. So I don't know. We're just going to try to make it. It's it's actually going to be pretty perfect because we can just have fun. You know, we're gonna we're gonna play less than what we're probably anticipating because I'd rather err on the side of less than more. And um, our our families are pretty good because they're they're not the kind that are going to be upset by that. They're going to think, Hey, that's appreciative. And, you know, let's get ready for fall. We're still going to play. It's going to be a lot of fun, but man, it's a, uh, it's kind of tough. I can tell, I can tell on a, uh, you know, my boy and I can tell on a bunch of his buddies they're ready. For, I mean, they just, they want that structure back. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're, are your girls going to get to play anything or are they done? Well, are there yeah. Done? Soccer's canceled but their tryout for the next season is June 22nd. So we're going to, we're going to start practicing like to get ready for the season, you know, but the current season, it's a wrap. I was going to ask you, what are they saying about the parents? Like, will they let parents come to the stands to watch the games? How, how will that work if you have a game? So the, so the kids, if you're in, so right now they don't really know hundred percent. So um, the kids aren't going to be in the, uh, be able to hang their bags together. They're going to have to be socially distanced either in the dugout or in the bullpen, kind of up the line. And, you know, most of the games that we play for baseball, we're in these super parks where they have like nine fields. And so you think you have, you know, you got 18 teams out there, which all have 10 kids or 12 kids. Um, then you have two parents for each one's coaches, grandparents. You're talking about hundreds of people in these places and they're considered, you know, they're worried about 50. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. They're talking about having parents scatter along the outfield wall, having nobody behind the plate. Um, but still, I don't see how they're going to do it. They're already like, so for parking, it's $5. And they're, they're telling parents that we don't want to take any money from them. The coaches are all going to pay a set price so that they don't have to put hand money back and forth and have people stopping or, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what they're going to end up doing, but you got to think the other thing is, is like, I was just thinking about this the other day. We play in this park in Morganton and, you know, say there's three, 400 people there at a time. There's a bathroom for men, a bathroom for women, that have like 20 stalls in each one of them. How do you regulate that? How do you clean that? How do you, See, you know, I mean, things that I wouldn't even think about, you know, I don't even think about that, but you're right. That's a major question. To, it needs a solution. How do you, how are you going to do that? How do you dictate the bathrooms? I mean, you know, each kid goes there. You're there for three games in a day. Each kid runs to the restroom three times. Yeah. You know, the things in Morganton, which has a pretty good coronavirus. You know, I mean, they, they've had a pretty good percentage of people, you know, compared in counties surrounding it. So, you know, what are you doing to protect the families and the kids in that park? I, you know, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I'm all up for playing. I'm all up for being safe. I'm all up. And I told these kids, even in our practice, we practiced, not practice social distancing, but I was like, be conscious of the person around you and stay away from them. Because I can tell you, if we play in these parks, the directors are going to watch us. And if they don't feel like the teams can do it, they're not going to let, they're just not going to play. And so you got to practice that to stay, hey, okay, I'm four feet from him. I probably got to stay five feet, which is hard for 10-year-olds. It's all possible. Yeah. Mm. So we'll see what ends up happening. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, uh, I'm suspicious to see if we have it, but I'm optimistic because I think it'd be, you know, it's important to get back life back to normal. Absolutely. Lucy Rose started her dance schedule back on last Thursday. And so they're taking each, each age group gets one evening in. So, you know, she was accustomed to five nights dancing at the studio, four hours a day. Well, now it's one night for three hours and they're actually going to have a recital, how it's going to work. You know, moms, dads, grandparents, just like you said, but instead of an outdoor space, it's an, it's a little theater. I don't know how I don't, that's probably not going to work. It might be you drop the kid, your child off for the recital and maybe you come back. I don't know. It's a two and a half hour recital, though, and it takes place June the 17th. So we're just a couple weeks away. And so there'll be a lot of logistics they got to figure out. But they're going to have a recital, which is 
wild. I'm happy. She's so excited to be able because all their competitions got canceled. You know, they worked all year to be in the competition. It was supposed to be in Disney World and we had to cancel it. So at least they get to showcase what they've learned here in a couple of weeks. It won't be the same thing, but, you know, at least they get to do something. So I'm happy for that. Right. I, again, I don't know how they'll do with the families wanting to watch their kids. We'll just figure that out as we go. But um, right. Hank, some, you know, some, that's some good news mixed with some bad news, but let's stay optimistic. Our kids get to be doing some things that they find that, that they love finally get outside and get to be a part of a team again, which is great. And this is a perfect intro to a new member of our team, Hank. So drum roll, please. Yes, we have a brand new sponsor, Hank. The name of our wonderful new sponsor is Time Genies. Time Genies, Hank. Their uh, website is www.time-genies.com. And while we're here, why don't you take a few seconds to tell us a little bit about Time Genies and their owner, Hank? Well, she's great. I, I love Miss Time. She's She is certainly becoming a staple in our community. She is involved with me in a and a um, committee that we're on for the uh, downtown business committee. And um, it's really good that uh, I'm glad to see that she wants to be a part of the show and be a sponsor for us. And her business is growing by leaps and bounds. So um, it, it's really uh, an honor to have her as our, uh, as our sponsor. Yeah. So thank you so much to the time genies team. We're glad to have you on board. You guys go check them out again. It's time genies.com. Check them out for all your time and organizational needs. Yeah, they are a they are a concierge and errand service. So, um, it could be corporate, it could be personal, whatever you need, they do it. Awesome. So next time I may be feeling like a little quail egg or two, I can just give her a shout. Hey, feeling a little quail egg? Y'all mind running up to that store grabbing me? This is not Uber Eats, though, right? We're not talking about Uber Eats. No, we're not talking about Uber Eats. (laughs) We're talking about time genies. We're talking about time genies. Yes, right on. Very good. Well, thank you very much, time genies. A couple more things, Hank, before we uh, roll on to Hank's hierarchy. So two weeks ago, we debuted the number one smash that just just hit the nation with a with a thump. It was uh, our song, which I can't remember the name of the song, uh, Fall in Line. Fall in Line, Hank. And so uh, we distributed it right here from the podcast. We sent it to a couple social media outlets. Um and the response was tremendous. I mean, at Definitely. least, yeah, four comments that said, way to go. Keep up the good work. So with all the positive comments, Hank, um, people were asking us, hey, what's the name of your band? Well, we really didn't have a name of our band. We just called it really the Neighborhood Band is what it's always been. But since then, we've got a lot of requests on, hey, Chad, I think maybe you should call your band this. Or we really think the name this is kind of cool. I'm going to go through this list that we received over the last two weeks. You tell me which one that you like the best, Hank, okay? This is going to be real dangerous. I can't wait. Okay, so we'll start here. First, it was, and don't make any comments until you, if there's one that really stands out, say something. There's a whole list of them here. We've got Hair of the Dog. We have Hairy Dog and the Hangovers. We have the Hangovers. Got the Hickory Hangovers. We have Howling Hangovers. We have the One Moors. We have the Fur Traders. We have Henry River and the Fur Traders. We also have the Neighborhood. We have the Letterheads, the Pressmen, Canvas, the Night Times, the Midnights. One of my favorites, the Raccoons. Then the Sunscreens, the Smoke Screens, Spy Hunter. We have the Oysters. We have Mr. Oyster and the Bourbon Street Blues. We have Sandman and the Oysters. We have the Crane Kicks. We have Mr. Miyagi. We have Cobra Kai. Then we have Mr. Miyagi and the Crane Kicks. Whoa, Hank. That's <laughs> quite the list. That is quite the list. Did any one of those band names stand out to you? I'm not sure why, but I kind of like Spy Hunter. That oh. kind of <laughs> that kind of hit me right. I kind of think uh, oh, yeah. that uh okay, right. I think that that's kind of uh, a good one. And the crane kicks. I think the crane kicks are just uh, obscure enough that that might work. I I'm think digging it, that too. I'm digging that one a the lot. The crane kicks are good. And neighborhood, That's I I like that one. I think the other one, uh, the other one, Blue Oyster or Colt. <laughs> no, it was uh, Mr. Oyster and the Bourbon Street Blues. 
Okay. Well, yeah, that, that, that didn't fall for me. So, I mean, I think spy hunter or crane kicks that, that might be worthwhile if you can keep the band moving down the road. Well, we're going to have some breaking news on that, the band moving down the road here in a minute, but you know, what was interesting, I guess the people that responded and mentioned the band names really thought we were a bunch of drunks because the first six were hair of the dog, hairy dog and the hangovers, the hangovers, hickory hangovers, howling hangovers, the one more beer. You know what I mean? It was all drink related. So they know our band very well, Hank. They know it well. Yes. So getting back to the band, you know, let's say our name is the Crane Kicks. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'll break the news here first on the Big Fan Podcast. The Crane Kicks, they are now no longer the Crane Kicks. The band has dissipated, Hank. It was a, a two-week solid run. <laughs> the Crane Kick, yes. It was a solid two-week run for the Crane Kick. And, you know, we leased our first single. It's just like that movie, uh, That Thing You Do, The O'Neaters, where they, they launched a, a, a tremendous, they put a song out there and have tremendous feedback and they go on this world tour. But, you know, the personalities of the band just really couldn't keep it together. You know what I'm saying? And so, unfortunately. Everybody wants to be a front man. <laughs> and in this case, they didn't want to be a front man. They didn't want to be any part of the band. So, you know. When that happens, the band just has to break up. And, you know, maybe we'll create a new band down the road. But for now, the Crane Kick, their one hit, Fall in Line, will be something the world will remember us by. Go ahead, Hank. For every for every closed door, another one opens. So, you know, I think there may be somebody out there that's going to be able to help you. There's still life in this band. I believe in you, Chad. Come on, don't let this dream. You're only 46 years old. <laughs> the... I still have the time. The time is young. I still have it here to become the star I've always wanted to be, Hank. Are you? you I, 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 I believe you. I believe you. And if you don't go for it, you're letting yourself down, not me down, everybody at the mesh down, because we believe in you and we've seen what you can do. So don't <laughs> let, don't let the cream kicks, uh, Yoko Ono, foil your plan to be a star. Quick question for you Can Reagan sing? Does she have a nice voice? I, listen, my wife is a wonderful person, and she is one of the nicest on the planet and one hell of a tennis player. But I will tell you, one of the things that she does not do well is carry a note. And I say that with all the love that I can do. So, no, you don't want her trying out. Is there anybody at your office that could maybe feel the girl's voice in our band, the crank kick? I do have this one agent. <laughs> but I don't think she's interested in it. Okay. I think she might've been part of the crane kicks. <laughs> she has decided to, uh, to step away from it. So she may not be the one we want to do. Okay. Maybe I'll ask so another we'll ears open. Yeah, please do. If you hear of anybody out there really looking to join a fantastic band, uh, you know where to come, right? You know where to come. Yeah. To, the only requirements, the only requirements are they have to be willing to start practice at midnight, right? <laughs> And they need to bring their own cooler, and they have to be willing to leave the by four thirty a.m. <laughs> and you have to believe in aliens. If you if you meet all that criteria, you can join the new Crane Kick. All right, deal, deal. <laughs> crane all right. Kick. Yes. All right, buddy. So, anything else you want to talk to before we get to uh, Hank's hierarchy, everyone's favorite segment of the day? Well, I the, the one thing that I could, I couldn't believe that you didn't touch on is you know we were supposed to have a spaceship launch yesterday. That was foiled. It was at Cape Canaveral, and it was um, uh, Elon Musk's uh, rocket that was going to go up SpaceX, two Americans going into to the space station. And I cannot believe that I have not heard one peep from you about this because this is your jam. This is where you, you, know, you, you are the man when it comes to space flight because they'd be screaming through the sky, giving high fives to aliens by now if they would have launched. Did you see what the cockpit looks like in like their gear, like their spacesuits? Dude, the stuff is tight. I mean, it is really tight. Um, the the cockpit itself looks like kind of like a Tesla, like the inside of a Tesla. It's unbelievable. And the seats are really, they look like a, you're in a sports car or something. Yeah, the suits are, they don't look really clunky. They're more streamlined and aerodynamic. They look like, like you're in Star Wars or something, you know, like Lando yeah. suit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool stuff. Yeah. But it, have they announced when they're going to revisit the launch? 
it's it's like Saturday at three thirty or somewhere. It's before this one, so um, but it's going to be Saturday mid afternoon. So uh, hopefully the weather holds off and they get to do it because you know there's it's been a long time since we've seen a space shuttle launch. You know, I mean, it's do you remember when I was little? I felt like we did a we saw them a ton. And you right? remember if you when you're in elementary school, the teacher would bring the TV, wheel the TV into the room, and you would watch the space shuttle launch, and it was just it was just awesome. It's something you would look forward to. Yeah, so we haven't Americans have not left American soil to leave Earth to go to the space station since 2009. So we're talking over a decade of Americans yeah. leaving American soil. So anyway, this is a hopefully going to be a, a triumph for uh, for us Americans and the SpaceX program as we venture to space hank yeah to well end. i think it's i think it's amazing because you're you're wearing a usa shirt and so it really gives you some clout right now absolutely the, the, the usa but you know you when see, you're look, at the, look at this symbol on my my short my shirt sleeve it says nasa you see this nasa, NASA. right <laughs> NASA. but i will tell you when you're talking about that i remember the the teacher bringing in on that av cart that's slightly tilted yes. forward and there was a there's a big belt that held the, the 900 pound tv from falling on all the- absolutely i was going to comment on that tv that tv weighed more than all of your classmates combined you know if that thing <laughs> fell on little timmy timmy's a goner i mean he's not making through that <laughs> no way and i love it yeah I, what, what do you think when they're like given the they went back to the drawing board on the av cart and they were like hey let's pitch this thing up so there's a chance that it falls off we'll ask the teacher hook a belt to it to keep it on I mean, come on that damn wow. lawsuits came to that oh you know somebody got sued badly badly but anyway oh and before I, before i leave the hank's hierarchy we did get a couple new listeners in raleigh north carolina i received a few texts that said holy cow stumbled onto your podcast one of my friends sent the link fantastic job they really liked the uh, commentary about the bicycle gang and the little boy who said are you from Hickory? And then hits the pothole and almost goes down. They love that commentary. Um, and speaking of that gang, the gang hasn't been around much lately. I haven't seen them in the last couple of weeks. Maybe uh, maybe they moved on to other turf. I'm not sure. But uh, how is your gang still operating in front of your house? Yeah, they're still they're still banging around. But you know the the weather has kind of stopped them from doing it. So I think we're going to get a lot of bicycling this year. Harris already asked for a bicycle for his birthday. So. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna be all right. Koa, settle down over there. Koa, quiet over there. All right, buddy. Well, this is great. So, thank you to our listeners. Thank you to Time Genies. We're gonna roll into America's favorite segment. It is called Hank's Hierarchy. Hank, we haven't gone over any of these questions. Some of these kind of threw together. Some of these my daughters helped me with last night when I was scribbling down some notes. So, you know what? There is really no rhyme or reason to these questions. You got to just kind of roll with it. You real? You feel? Okay. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Hank's Hierarchy. Question one. Stranded on a desert island, and you get one magazine delivered to you every week. What is it? Uh, outside. Oh, yes. Most comfortable article of clothing you own? Uh, sweatpants. Number three. Favorite Olympic summer sport? Oh, uh, track and field. Winter sport? Uh, uh, speed skating. Number four, you've eaten something disgusting. Do you A, place it politely in a napkin? B, ex- excuse yourself to the restroom? C, spit it out on your plate and yell at your server? <laughs> Put it in my napkin. Question five, do you eat M&Ms one at a time or by the handful? Uh, handful. Same question, White Castle cheeseburgers. <laughs> handful. <laughs> Number six, what are you more afraid of? A, clowns. B, ghost. C, aliens. D, real estate crash. Real estate crash. <laughs> Last but not least, seven, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Bingo. All right, Hank, you pass another Hank's hierarchy. Let's review a couple of the questions here. So, Stranded on a Desert Island, you went with the Outdoor Magazine, right? Is that Out, what's called? Outside. 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 What, is, what is outside? I've never read this magazine. Is it like it's, fishing it's or something? All it, no, all it is is gear. And it would, it would, I figured it would help me think about things that I would need if I are on that. I can fashion the pages into those things. I mean, 
oh, look, there's a shovel. Maybe I can turn this page into a shovel or this, this, a, a, you know, uh, uh, a turret. I don't know. So the, my concept, when we're coming up with this question, I was thinking he might say like sports illustrated, but as soon as he would say it, he'd be like, Oh, who cares about sports? I'm stranded on a desert Island. How is that going to help me? Or would he say like people, who cares what Eva Longoria is wearing at the at the Oscars? I don't care. I'm stranded on a desert island. I don't I was, care. I, I was thinking you might want to be kind of down with like time or life. You can see what's going on in the world to keep up with the world events, you know, just so you can be aware. But you went survival mode. That makes sense. Yes. Makes sense. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, most comfortable article of clothing, of course. It was going to be some type of sweat related, whether it be sweatshirt, sweatpant. Uh, figured you'd go there. Favorite Olympic summer sport. You you uh, you struggled here, but you ended up finding track and field. You found it. It's good. Found it. Winter sport. You went with speed skating. Hated. <laughs> I thought you might go curling, possibly bobsled. I didn't know exactly the direction, but you know, there you go. You've eaten something disgusting. You went the napkin route. I, I, I'm continuously a napkin guy. I'll spit it in a napkin without without fail. Completely. That's how I would do the same thing. Um, when we asked the question about M and M's one at a time or by the handful, you went by the handful. I'm a one at a one of a time, one of at a time kind of guy. But I thought you only eat, eat like four. <laughs> True. So got to eat those. You got to savor them. But the White Castle cheeseburgers, I figured those were by the handful too, buddy. Good I'd stack them. <laughs> I stack those guys. I how, love many, it. how many White Castles could you eat? Like, seriously, if we walked into a White Castle right now and you're hungry, how many would you order? Um, I'd probably order four and I would eat one and a half to two. I'd probably eat two. How many do you eat? Oh, I'd get a good six in, man. I I might I get might even do more now. I might eat my six and then venture over to your plate. You know what's funny? So last time we went to White Castle, I was with Tucker and Will and somebody, and they were all getting the normal cheeseburgers, and I kind of got something weird like buffalo chicken or something at White Castle. They're like, dude, or maybe a hot dog. I think I got a hot dog oh, at White Castle. God. If you got like, a hot dog, I'd what are you what are you doing, man? Anyway, I'm not a good eater. Uh, I figured the clowns, ghosts, and aliens might throw you off, and you might not even listen to question or, D or answer D, but real estate crash, of course. That's a good answer. And Coke or Pepsi, for you, that's a no-brainer. One of your best buddies It's related to a, a, a Pepsi conglomerate, so you got to go that route, right? Hey, she's, hey, she was my friend before he was. That's right. So I got that would have failed. I would have failed on all on all stretches <laughs> in that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, good answers, buddy, and another fantastic podcast. Glad to hear that things are kind of kind of getting back to normal. Feeling good about how things are moving and uh, moving in the right direction. Anything happening this weekend? Oh, we didn't talk about what's going on with you next week, Hank. Let's go oh, ahead yeah. and let the world know. Let's let the world know, Hank. You you talking about so? My wife and son were invited to the beach to go with them uh, for a week. So they're going Sunday to Sunday uh, to Hilton Head. And they, they're they really excited about it. My my boy has gotten into fishing really big. And where they're going, they've got all these ponds that they can fish in. It's going to be awesome. And they're going to take their bikes and everything. But um, so that leaves me here by myself. So loud. And it leaves my neighbor, who's one of my buddies, home by himself leaves all you cretins that love to crawl out of the rocks at night uh to come uh to come hang out so i'm gonna have sunday to sunday by myself and i will tell you my plans cj hines thinks i'm gonna ruin this he's he's already told me i'm gonna ruin it because i i I won't know what I, i i all of a sudden i'll be at the house and there'll be nine and i haven't done anything so there's gonna be a lot of tennis okay be a lot of exercise there's going to be plenty of work there might be some golf there's going to be plenty of eating well there could be some drinking well mm -hmm. and uh maybe a little bit of time on the lake perfect got any poker mixed into this plan any poker maybe i'm o i'm open to suggestions okay wonderful and the other question I mean, you think i can ride my on the back deck yes perfect. Going on, the back, on my back deck love it you think i can ride my bike over there? I can ride my bike over there. It's not that far, right? No. Yeah. No. That's, that's an easy bike, bike ride. Easy. easy bike ride. Easy okay. Bike. You, you, I can teach you a little shortcut too. 
that's teach me the shortcut because you know I'd probably be coming home about three thirty in the morning and I don't want to be on the main roads, Hank. You know, I want to steer clear of the main roads. Yeah, you want to steer steer real clear of the main roads then. Yeah. So yeah, give me the worry. shortcut. We're gonna have we're gonna have plenty of time. I I, I feel like we're going to have to, we'll break it up into two segments. They're going to leave on Sunday. So there's going to be an early week segment where it gets right. Maybe Sunday night. Mm. Right. Mm. Okay. And, uh, maybe we just get into the exercise during the week and then maybe we get a Wednesday and then, you know, Thursday is called little Friday. And so we're going <laughs> Friday, and then we'll just roll into that weekend. And don't forget the El Paso night. We got to do the Modelo's and the oysters too. So throw that in the mix too. So anyway, by tomorrow, if you don't mind emailing me the itinerary, I'd like to go ahead. I'd like to go ahead and make plans for the events that I can attend. Okay. Okay. I'll put times and dates and uh, who is supposed to be there, and that way you can make sure you know. Speaking of times and dates, Hank, let's give one more shout out to Time Genies. Right? How about oh. that transition, Hank? That's why I, they pay me I the big bucks, baby. They pay me the I big bucks because of these transitions, right, to our wonderful yeah. advertisers. Yeah, yeah. And do you want to try that word again? Because that's how, it sounds like you were getting ready to say appetizers. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Genie, for uh, being willing to uh, endure uh, Chad and his antics. But really, really, if you go online and have any need at all for your company or personally, um, I think it's a, when I when I talked to her about it, I think it is a great plan and she's done an amazing job with it. And uh, it's uh, it's good to see her being part of uh, this and the community. So congratulations to them. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Check them out. Time dash genies dot com. All right, Hank, that's going to wrap up uh, the big fan for this week. We'll look forward to talking to our wonderful audience in the next two weeks. And who knows? Maybe I'll have a new band, you know, maybe uh you will have won it big on the poker table. Who knows? A lot of things can happen in the next two weeks, you know? Maybe we hey, maybe we record a song one of those nights at my house. Ooh, even better. That's what makes life so special. You never know what's right beyond that door, Hank. Just right beyond you that don't. door. All right. You don't. All right, buddy. Good seeing you again. I'm going to get this hair fixed up, too, before I see you. Don't worry about that, all right? To all our listeners, thank you for listening. See you next time. Peace. <laughs>